We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, here we go. As the Astros, they... um. They play. Uh, they're getting it going now. Played yesterday. Played the Cardinals. Took an L. Uh, they lost to the Tigers uh, today in the spring training. But um, and to this person, I, I'm not kidding you. Somebody, somebody then tweeted in our guy nine seven nine H Town fan. The Astros lost again. I'm in a terrible place emotionally. One and three, man. <laughs> Got you too. One and three in the Grapefruit League, man. <laughs> Just can't. What are we doing? That just can't happen. They got to pick it up. Come on, boys. Come on now. Get above 500 here. Let's go. Let's go. But they did get uh, a pretty good performance from their top uh, their top prospect, Spencer uh, Arrighetti. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Arrighetti. There it is. Spencer Arrighetti. Uh, he went two innings. No earn. <laughs> when I looked down there and saw that last night. <laughs> I knew Ron was going to hit that pause, but Spencer... Uh... Arrighetti. Got it, baby. Just had to look at it real good. <laughs> yeah, Just man. To make sure to finish it off, but he goes two innings. <laughs> no earn, one hit, three Ks, and uh, and no walk. So, that, that pretty good performance from him. Somebody that I, I would say, just judging by the way they've talked and what we've heard, that there's a hope that he finds his way at some point to the big league club. Um, at some point this season. So, good start for him. Two innings, no earn, and uh, that, that strikeout ability that they like. That's big for him. Good start. Yeah, look, start. I mean, I, when you first when I first hear this, I'm like, hell, ain't no room for him. I mean, where, where in the hell is he going to go? But if you look at Verlander, supposedly, what if Verlander was two to three weeks behind McCullers, we never know what's going to happen there. You look at Luis Garcia. So, I mean, there, there's a surplus of starters at the big league level, but – there's a chance that a couple of them are, are behind. JP France was behind in his in his rehab. JP France, yep. Um, so I mean, you you got you got a handful of those guys that that are um, that are out for one reason or another, whether it's whether it's delayed rehab or just the the injury still a problem. So I guess there is a chance that that um, Arigetti could get make his way well, into uh, the the the, uh, the early season Astros anyway. Well, I mean, you just like we've watched this for several years and. Like, and it's just basically somebody is going to go on the yeah. IL. Yeah. Right? Like, last year you thought it was, hey, where's the room? <laughs> Luis Garcia, Urquidy hurt for a minute, you know? I mean, there are guys that – Lance, you know? So, they, we'll, we'll see what happens. But the, the field is – I mean, with, with – with, uh, what, Brandon Backey getting starts last year and Ronel Blanco getting starts last year – there's a fault that you probably may have to run into some of these young guys that, that may have to pitch, and he's somebody uh, that could be one that, that's called up and looked at. So, good start for him. Also, more updates on Justin Verlander you just spoke of, who is uh, who's kind of getting back with that shoulder situation, as we heard earlier in camp. This is uh, the latest from manager Joe Espada, 
giving an update on Justin Verlander. Yes, and it's going to be a light day today. And, you know, the goal is for JV next time he gets on the mound, probably, you know, just increase his intensity and see if we could just start mapping out, maybe facing some light hitters at some point. All right, um, trying to uh, see if he'll uh, he'll be able to, to get going soon. They were not committal at all about him being able to start opening day. Verlander uh, also isn't throwing breaking balls off the mound yet, but that was a part of the original plan. His shoulder feels pretty good, according to him, and uh, I wouldn't say there is discomfort. It is just not completely loose, which is probably normal for a buildup like this. So that is the latest with Justin Verlander. Verlander and Espada now, not as uh, at least not sounding as confident about him being able to get there during opening day. So he is going to be one to watch, and it looks like they want to protect him anyway yeah. throughout the season. It seems to me like Verlander's you know trusting the trainers, trusting his body a little bit more, like listening to, not trusting maybe, but but listening to. So far, and this is up till today. Now this may have changed today. Um, he may have added to this, but he's thrown three bullpens so far. Uh, everything's been fastball changeup. Um, he said he has spun a few off of flat ground. Um, so, I mean, it, there there is a buildup, but he said, of course, there's some tightness there, you know, that, that, he's, that they're trying to work through. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what ends up, <clears throat> ends up happening with, with JV out of the, out of the, you know, out of the gate. The, the thing, the thing here, Ron, that, that, you know, that's interesting is I was reading a piece from Chandler Rome in, in the athletic is, there's a vesting option with Verlander that kicks in at the 140 inning mark this year for the Astros. And the interesting part about that is if it if he gets there and that year kicks in, the Mets are responsible for damn near half of, of the salary again. So I, I'm no general manager. I'm no cap expert. But give me, assuming he's healthy, Give me an additional year with Justin Verlander where I got to pay half of his damn salary. I could probably work around that a little bit. Yeah. So so for me, it's you know that that's really the only significance of of starting the year, uh, being ready and 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 starting it on opening night or opening day or getting pushed two or three weeks is is you worry does he get to that 140 innings? Uh, because it's in our best interest, I believe that he gets there. Yeah, it, it gets there, and, and just the hope is. Obviously, the best interest is staying healthy, right? Yeah, staying healthy and to be what you need him to be in the postseason. And yeah. that's whatever that, that has to start. So, the start of the season is not as big a deal on that. By the way, I see people rolling in. If I said Brandon Backey, I meant Brandon Belak. Uh, Backey's a good dude. Friend of the show. We, we need to get him on to, again. I was going to say, we should talk to Thank you for, uh, for uh, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, texting that in to make sure I got that right to let me know uh, that I was wrong there. Brandon Belak. Uh, got starts last year, but yeah, Backy man, we uh, get Backy back here, man. He's a he's a he's a funny dude. He was here with us during some of them playoff runs. So that is the latest. Also, Joe Espada said that uh, they're going to shut force. <laughs> they're going to shut force Whitley down for a week. Um, he's got I'm inf- a real boy. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's got inf- Tyler would be proud. He's got inflammation in his middle finger, um, <laughs> and uh, he's got. It's just, so does half the fan base force. Yeah, it's just damn man, this cat just it just came man. I thought I thought well maybe there's a shot he could be a, he could be a weapon in the bullpen and maybe there still is. But damn boy, you just I mean how many days they've been there? I mean look since last Wednesday, 
I mean, I, I, look, I've got. So he's no, got. You can't get a week, dog. You got five days in, man. It's get, Monday. I, I mean, at what point? At what point does does force turn into a guy that like, hey, man, you got to fight through a little inflammation in the middle finger, man. Never. Like you got, you just. I mean, it's it's do or die time, man. You yeah, you got it's, to. It's inflammation on in a finger could lead to a, ooh, a broken forearm or something. Who knows? But <laughs> you know, him, man. You don't want to take any chances with force. So, hopefully, it is just a, a week and he's able to get back. But man, it, you know, you feel bad for that dude. But it is just almost just becoming comical how often that cat can just not get himself healthy and on the field. But that is the latest with the Astros. Is um. They're trying to get things tied up before the season starts. Don't forget to bring a towel. Big three and three. Number two. Nope. All right. Um, we said last week, Franchise Tag Day, there are some things that have jumped out here, Clint, and the running back position, which is a position that we think the Texans are really looking at. This is uh, the latest here. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, and Tony Pollard. We've talked a lot about those first two. Mm. Ari, all expected to become free agents in what promises to be a star-studded running back market. Sources tell ESPN on Monday, also Tennessee Titans won't tag standout veteran running back Derrick Henry. Hell, he did he did all but but a, a, took the mic and, and did a goodbye at the end of the year. I mean, he went Roger Maris, for some, or um, not Roger Maris, but, uh, but Luke Garrick at the end with the mic uh, to, to finish off his career in Tennessee. And then another one we've talked about, uh, L.A. Chargers, are expected to let Austin Eckler explore free agency. Mm. So all of those guys, Tony Pollard's not one we talk about a lot, but as we said there, Clint, when you look at positions that they that the Texans need, this is just an indicator of there is just no possible way that they can waltz through this thing and not improve the running back room. Yeah, there's look, no run. There's no I, way. I mean, this is a this, this is one of those for me star stars are aligning moment. You are in need of a a a serious injection in your run game. You are in need of a top running back to add to this football team to add to this roster, and the stars just happen to be aligning. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler. None of them are going to get the tag. All of them are going to be on the market, and they're going to explore free agency, and we need one down here in Houston. It'd be a crying-ass shame if you're the Houston Texans to not get one of these top backs and to look up mid-year and go, well, you know, the guy that we thought was going to be our workhorse, he just he doesn't really know the scheme yet. You know, he just doesn't fit the scheme, so we're going to have to, we're going to, have to load up our second, our second back our third down back, our scat back, so we're going to have to load him up and run his damn legs off for the second half of the season and hope it's enough. I, it's This is one that that um, i got to believe D'Amico Ryan sits there and says, hey, Nick, I don't care how you do it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't care. I, I personally do, but if, if I'm D'Amico, I really don't give a rip which one it is. There just better be somebody in the backfield in a Texans uniform this year that can tote the rock, make guys miss, Go get first downs. That is an impact player. From what we watched last year, and I, I, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I'll, I'll say this. From what we watched last year, in my opinion, uh, when you look at Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary, who eventually became the starter there at the second half, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, to me would all be clear upgrades over – that those two add DeAndre Swift to that mix, and Swift or did I miss in, something and, and, this weekend? Swift is no, I mean no, he's just his name wasn't listed in the article, but 
Swift is another one. But these these five are all former Pro Bowl level players uh, that 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 have had big years, right? Like all of them, five of them, five of them. Running backs don't get paid a lot. There are teams that it's not like all the teams in the league are out there hunting running yeah, backs. Yeah. <laughs> some of these teams are going to need to replace them to get a running back. It's just to me, they I mean they they just have so many options there. And when you look at it not being a really at least right now, we'll see with the combine coming this week, not a huge heavy running back class like it was last year. And it just I mean as you said, the stars are aligning. This just mm. makes too much sense. On the other side of that, a guy we've talked about a bit here, the Bengals, they've decided to place the franchise tag on wide receiver T. Hicken. So now it would be really difficult to get him away from Cincinnati if a team tried to do so. Now you're talking about trade multiple picks to try to get your hands on. So it looks like the Bengals are going to try to keep him and Jamar Jamar Chase and keep that group together to try to make themselves uh, in a spot where their their window is still open to try to win. It wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals didn't try to either work out a deal before the season hits while he's on his franchise tag or definitely next year um, work out a deal. It, my point is is it wouldn't surprise me if this T. Higgins move right here isn't isn't just part of the puzzle of trying to keep T. Higgins in a Bengals uniform for the next for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So we'll see. So uh, T. Higgins, all, all but guaranteed to be a Bengals next year unless I don't think anybody is stepping out to trade multiple picks. I think when you franchise with two first round picks, I think they've got to trade for I don't think anybody is 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 gonna be Yeah, you got me on that one. I don't know what the, to, I don't know what pretty the sure requirements two first are. round picks. Uh if you got somebody on the franchise tag, I don't I don't think anybody is potentially going to to do that. Something around that range anyway. So T. Higgins looks like he's going to be a Bengal but running backs, all star cast of potential running backs to help this team in a position that they really need improved. Big three at three. Number three. All right, congratulations to uh, arguably the best local team in the area, um, and that is uh, the Houston uh, the Houston Cougars. They are now the new number one team uh, in the polls. They are number one in the AP. They were number two. They had a huge, huge road win at Baylor. Um, and uh, they come away and get that W. It is the first time in program history that U of H is the number one team in the AP in uh, consecutive seasons. The uh, Cougars are also number one in um, uh, – U of H has also been number one in the AP for a total of 19 weeks, and their school and their record when number one is 33-5. and five. So uh, congratulations to Kelvin Sampson and this team. Uh, they've got – uh, probably right now with the injury to Kevin McCuller uh, at Kansas, they probably have the player of the year in Jamal Shedd in the in the conference, and uh, he's got a chance to be an All-American. So uh, they have uh, – it's been amazing to see what Kelvin Sampson has done uh, in putting that program in. And now they jump in to the Big 12, which is the best conference in college basketball, and they're in the driver's seat to win this thing. A huge win on the road, so – Big for them. U of H is, uh, like I said, arguably them and the Astros been the best teams uh, in this uh, in this city the last several years. Well, how do you feel about uh, the Cougs really hitting stride here right before uh, your Jayhawks come to town? You and now you've got your family going and all that, and Jayhawks, the Jayhawks 9th, are probably going to take an ass whooping. I mean, what? How do you? I mean, March 9th. Yeah, I mean they're circled. I mean we. I mean we. We uh. 
You got a couple weeks, I man. Nice, but we we got them pretty good up in Lawrence. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I think uh, I think they're ready for it. They're circled. You should have whispered that, by the way. You're pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> got them pretty good up in Lawrence. Uh, shot seventy percent against one of the best one of the best defensive teams in the country. So I think U of H will be ready for that. One. So should be should be <laughs> a good back game, game huh? No, good back game should be fun. Um, uh, if they went out, uh, they'll. Um, they should be, they should be in a good spot to uh, to potentially have a, uh, a an outright championship, and that would be big for getting in the Big Twelve for the first time. Uh, many people wondered how they would go moving up in conferences, uh, and they've showed they've been one of the best teams in the country uh, for the best programs and one of the best teams in the country, and they're showing that right now. But March 9th, that looms, baby. That looms, baby. Rock Chalk coming there, man. Can't wait. Can't wait, baby. I'm sorry, Rock Chalk. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, coming up, Joe Espada. He said something, man, I didn't really think about, but I like it, and now when I hear it, it makes me feel even more strong about one of the things that I think the Astros need, need to put a pin in. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into the drive. I'm I'm gonna assume that Tyler is is he may be gone right now. Let me tell you what Tyler did. He has not respond. Has he responded to you? He well, hell no. You I know he ain't gonna respond to me before he responds to you. I sent a, I sent a message out there to Tyler and our in our joint. But uh, what happened after the mimosas? Nothing. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. Took his ass back to his room. Got in that AC. Hung over. I stayed up. You because you know what happened. Remember last time Tyler went and stayed at a resort? He got busted up like that, and then he ended up he ended up at, at some some uh party of of uh gals that um you remember that from uh they were from another country. What, 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 well, I don't remember that. Yes, indeed. because I, I, I asked my I, he told us on air. I said, he said he said Megan went to bed. Everybody went to bed. He was walking back to his room and he was busted. And there was a bunch of noise coming out of out of out of uh, one of the rooms or one of the bars or something. And he stepped in there. It was a big party, kicking it, man. Big group. <laughs> I, I can't remember, remember if he said it was like bachelorette or or what it was. And he just went in and stayed just, up and all stayed up all night, just drinking and breaking bread with random folks. I can I can see I can I can hear that without a doubt, no question. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, Tyler Tyler got he got up this morning. He had that he had put something on his stomach. Probably didn't sleep real well last night. We know he was good and hung over. See, that's what you think. He said, I'm finna ease on back to the I'm gonna ease on back to this room, put my toes up for a minute, see if I can't recover so I can at least have me a good evening. See, I feel like Tyler said to himself. You, you think know? he's in the water somewhere? Oh yeah, I feel like Ty I feel like Tyler just needed just one one good belch or <laughs> a good meal or like he ate ate a little something, you know, you know, he's not gonna eat a good meal. A good belch. But no, nah, he's like, Yeah, let me get a good belch, good dump, like something to something to shake it up. And ooh, I feel good now. Oh, I feel good after I ate a little bit of that bacon. Ooh, I feel good now. I can go. Here we go. And I I think he's back at it. I think I think Tyler's I don't know if he's slurring words, but I think Tyler's <laughs> is he's he's well on to that. You think he's googly eyed right now with that? I, I know what was it? What was the term he used? Foggy. I think. Oh, uh, foggy, I think. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I don't think we're quite to foggy yet, but we're we're getting close. When, to foggy. when Tyler starts, when 
when Tyler starts, his eyes get real googly, and and then he and he kind of tilts his head a little bit. That's when I know. That's when I know Tyler is. Now it also helps that he's asking everybody in the bar if they want a shot. But ah, yes, but that, when helps. that that head gets kicked to the side and them eyes get a little googly and they start kind of bouncing around in his head, it's like, uh oh, he's yeah. gonna have him one. He's gonna have him a night now. And then for me, it's when he starts doing positional body positioning uh, to try to not allow me to leave. Oh. <laughs> Like he sitting, puts, clo- sitting close to the door. Puts himself in between doors. Puts himself in, in spaces where he has to. And that time that man tried to get, tried to take those that picture repeatedly, but just kept stalling. Hold on, hold on, go yet? Don't go yet. I'm trying to get everybody ready for this picture. Just stand right here. Just have, just finish the. Just have that was drink. the yellow rose. <laughs> it just kept trying. I never made that picture. He, he Hell, by his, the time he got everybody situated, you'd been gone thirty I go, minutes. I go, I, I bounced. I turned it. He turned his back on me, and I got. I, I went to the restroom, and, and he wasn't there. He messed up. That's where he messed up. I got out of there. But nah, man. Tyler, hopefully, he hits his back. Let us know where, where Tyler is. Hey, Joe Espada said, um, his ideal lineup, and we talked about who's going to bat in the two spot. You said Bregman. I've said Tucker. I said I think it's probably going to be Bregman. No, Joe said, Jordan Alvarez in the two spot. Mm. Jordan, I hadn't thought about that. I, I I like it. I like it. He said his ideal. Oh, sorry. I like it. I like it. He said his ideal uh, his ideal um, lineup is Altuve, Jordan, Bregman, and then Kyle Tucker. Like I said, as long as Kyle's in that top five, I won't lose my mind. He's going that right, but, left, right, left, right, left. He's going that right, left, right, left, right, left. Learn something from Dusty. Jordan in the two spot. You good with that, Chris? You like you good with that, Chris? Jordan in the two spot? I'm good with that. You good with that? There you go. Appreciate there you go. The that. Nighthawk slide in. I did I, I I never I never have thought of that, but now you could really bang in your right, left, right, left. Well, yeah. there is just a thought of how many you would like more people on base in front of a bet you know who I know loves it. <laughs> Who's that? Jose Altuve. Oh yeah, with yeah, sitting, yeah, there, sitting there right behind him. You gonna yeah. give out two day fastball? Yeah, yeah. Look for for me, it, it, it's it's six one way, half a dozen another as as it pertains because it's a huge change from what I thought. I thought Bregman would be there, but you've been you've been. I mean, uh, a, a heel that you're just gonna you're just gonna die on if it never happens is I'll die Tucker in the two hole. And I mean, this is this is essentially Tucker in the two hole. Obviously, it's Jordan, but I mean, it's the same big left handed bat that's an RBI producing. Uh, bat uh, hitting in the two hole, so whether it was whether it was Jordan or it was it were Tucker, um, it, it's a different approach, obviously, and and I'm here for it, man. I I, I like it. Um, I, I would have been fine with the with Dusty's way of doing things with Bregman in the two hole, but um, I don't have a problem at all with with assuring the big fella gets a, gets as many at bats as possible. Well, it's, yes, it's clear one he's going to get more at bats clear and it's clear that your four best hitters are bang yep. bang bang bang. And it just it just heightens even more for me. This Jake Myers nonsense. It'll work itself out. See this Jake Myers not it just it just it's just nonsense. It's like now just think about it. So then you when you automatically think about it it's like all right you got wherever Jordan is, at least the two batters in front of him are affected because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw more fastballs or give you more hittable pitches because I don't want that dude to come up with guys on base. And the thought of Dubon in the nine hole and Altuve behind him 
essentially two leadoff hitters and guys yeah. that hit fastballs really well that you want to throw fastballs because you don't want to you don't want to have two guys on base with that dude coming up. I just I just think I just think pitchers would would, would welcome it being Jake over Dubon down there in that nine spot. Oh well there just, ain't no doubt about that. I, I, I don't think, care where you are on bats. They would definitely they, at this point they would definitely appreciate that. I just that 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 part that to me even enhances even more. Put like just stop with the nonsense. God that that bottom that Dubon, that Dubon and Altuve basically two back to back leadoff hitters right there in front of him and you know he's coming and it's three one. Oh I got I gotta feed fastballs. I got a few fastballs. Doobie's gonna keep that pressure on him, and it's gonna end up happening. Because he was, he was. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you take Clint said. Clint sure walked do. in today. Said he's batting a thousand. Doobie's batting a thousand, <laughs> baby. He he ain't he ain't letting his he ain't taking his foot off the gas at all. <laughs> Grapefruit League batting a thousand. There you go, what Jake. You what you got, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> he's making Jake press even harder. Isn't he, Jake? Oh, I ain't no doubt. Jake needs he, Jake needs some at bats. I don't even know if he's got an at bat yet. I think he's got two. Jake, Jake seems like a presser. <laughs> maybe, maybe Jake's not even watching what Dubon's doing. He's got such confidence. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what Jake is doing. He's box score reading. Yeah, someone texted. <laughs> Dubon is not bad ninth. Jake is. Oh, I know. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I'm saying it presses the issue even more that I want him bat ninth and I want him in the, in the lineup. It's gonna be Jake. They're going to be pounding Jake with the fastballs like that White Sox second base. I've got to let that go. I really do. I've got to let that go. I have to. It's just, it's sad. I've got to let that go. All right. One of uh, one of the most, for me, annoying things in sports. And I wonder, I wonder what has happened, not just this weekend, but the last couple of weeks. I wonder if that will make a change for something. Because clearly what one of Clint's teammates did didn't and probably should have. At this point, I wonder if this will make it a change. We'll discuss that coming up. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. There comes a party over there on YouTube and Twitch. Have a good time over there. You can take that in. And uh, you can see us uh, at the same time, watching the show at the same time. As we were talking about, you're not moving to two to the two spot potentially. Joe Espada is looking at, as I said, it, it makes me even more uh, want them to stop the Jake Myers nonsense because, boy, uh, the person in that nine spot is going to get a lot better pitches to see with Jordan coming two spots behind him and Altuve already behind him. Uh, our guy who's uh, inspired by my name, Ronald. He said it before. He just he, he uses the name Ronald, and he's got the Ronald McDonald. By the way, that sent you a gift? No, he's got that. That's his uh, his avatar, Ronald McDonald. Oh, okay. Really, a nickname my son really hates. It's something I I was called forever. You know, it's a natural. Hey, your name's Ronald. Well, Ronald sure. McDonald. I mean, I get Clinton from time to time. Yeah, he got a uh, well, yeah. And then I I think I told you that championship game of. Uh, yeah, of his uh football, uh football league, he, they called him that. They got him out of. They got him out of whack about the first quarter. The first quarter, they start calling him Ronald McDonald off the sideline. The other team, and he he got himself good and pissed. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris, are you a Christian? No, I'm a Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, I should yeah, have known. That was a stupid yeah, question, wasn't it? I, at first, do Christians you, go by Chris? 
Yeah, they do. Some I, do. Yeah, yeah. I, when you first said that, I thought spiritually. Yeah, I thought you were. Yeah. I said, oh, "This is going deep." I was just, nah. <laughs> no, nah. <laughs> but my man, I knew exactly what. He Good. Was, I'm so glad yeah. you did. I thought, <laughs> I thought, yeah, I no. Mean, nah, I mean, I don't know if, if you Mormon, gave me a Christopher or Christian. I'd have said I'd probably guess Christian anyway. Well, now I'm just wondering where the conversation would have gone if he said, "Nah, Mormon." I would have said, nah, fool, I'm talking about your damn name. I ain't talking about you. <laughs> but no, this guy, this guy, Ronald, says it's unrealistic to expect studs one through nine. Every lineup has a low spot. Ours used to be catcher, now it's Jake. And I would just say to that, no, it does not have to be that. I'm not even saying I'm not even saying Dubon's an, an, a star or an all-star. I'm just saying, when you look at it, who's the better offensive player shown to be up to this point? Dubon. Who's been the better defensive player? Hell, they were putting him in different. They were putting him in center field for as a def- defensive replacement. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I, I love, I love the, I love the, the baseball may be the worst sport with the know-it-alls. By the way, um, <laughs> I mean, it's just. I don't know what would look what you look and watch Dubon of them because my man said but no, but the organization even... sees something in him, <clears throat> and at this point, who are we to think they don't know what they're doing? I also trust. That they'll replace him if he does indeed suck at well, baseball. Well, I bet you're a hell of a hell of a, 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 a bar a bar mate having a cold drink with about the uh, about the Astros. Just blindly trust. No, I mean we we've got to be honest with you to that to his point right there. I tell you who we are. We're fans that have watched <laughs> Jake Myers get outplayed by Dubon, by White Boy Chaz, by hell. What, what was your guy's name that you liked that wore all the gold? So, what was not the old boy that went to Tampa Bay? Oh, uh, Siri. Siri. I mean, we we watch, we've watched a handful of center fielders outplay Jake year after year. So, to to your point is, I mean, I, I feel I feel pretty comfortable and confident saying that that there's better options on this team. And and from the from the low spot in the lineup, the old, oh everybody's got a every baseball team's got a low spot. Sure, every baseball team has a low spot. Yeah, Mauricio you, you, Dubon guess could what? be your low spot. Guess what? You have a choice of how how deep your low spot is, how much water <laughs> your low spot's going to hold. Right? Is it is it is it Dubon in the ninth in, in the ninth spot, or is it is it Jake Myers in the in the ninth spot? Um, Pena, whatever, you, I mean, whatever whoever it, it may be. I mean, you you've got the point is is you've got options, and if Jake ain't getting it done, you don't just sit there and keep talking about this is a low spot in the lineup. It's just how we have to play baseball because it's who we. No, you got options. Like, listen, uh, the text or whatever your real name is, I appreciate the inspiration. Um, you have eyes. And listen, I get what you're saying. The Astros have, they have deserved the credit for everything they have been able to do in the last, they have made so many right moves. But they also made the Rafael Montero move. They've been wrong. <laughs> yeah. They've been wrong. And you have eyes. You watched it. There ain't nothing. There is nothing about you what you've seen. Last year or the previous year that says, all right, man, Jake Myers, center field job right now over Dubon. Let's commit. <laughs> There's nothing. Like, you've got eyes. Hell, you just texted. I agree. Dubon is a better player, Rod. So I just- <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's just, at the end of the day, it's been like this with the Astros in center field for a couple of years now, is they've, they've got – to to use the analogy, you the low spot, right? You you've got you've got the choice as a manager and as an organization, and I and I firmly believe it's going to happen again this year. You're going to have the choice to choose the depth of your low spot, and 
Is it a guy that damn near hit 300 last year and was as clutch as anybody? Damn sure as clutch as anybody if you take into account he was playing for guys that were injured. A guy you moved Alex Bregman down in the order to bet in a two spot in the ALCS. Yeah, man, I it just and Jake wasn't on the roster. We'll see. Look, I mean, I, I, the thing is, you're it, right. I agree with you. They clearly see something. Well, yeah. Look, and and that's fine. I, I don't I've, know what I've the hell been, they're seeing. But, but Ron, like I've been, I've talked about this multiple times over the last two years. Like, sure, I would have played white boy Chaz in center field the last two years consistently. It, it, it wouldn't have been a. It, it, we would have never got to Dubon playing center field and him hitting 300. It would have never been a conversation. Now, once it happened, obviously Dubon is it ended up being a better option out there. But but nonetheless, like I personally would have done that. But I would have rather I ra- I would rather them pick one of the guys and commit to him and, and quit the the turnstile in, in in center field. Let's put Jake out there for three months. Let's see what the hell he does. Oh God! I I just I just don't I I personally don't believe it's going to turn out in the Astros' favor in terms of this prospect living up to whatever their expectations are. I could. I hope I'm dead ass wrong. I hope Jake oh, goes oh, out I there and hits 300. I hope he's 25 bombs. Say, I, I will come right out here and say it, boy. Look at Jake. I'll get me a jersey. You thought about doing it at first. God, that's the thing. Look, I, I look. I like, like Jake's Jake. hustle. Good chin. I like the hustle. I like it. I like the Johnny baseball. Is that is that a right fair? Enough? I like it, man. It just ain't worked out for him. No, it. Ain't. Glad I didn't get that money. I mean, I, it, it would be second line behind that, Tyler getting a custom Davis Mills jersey. It's, cert, it's certainly not from what we've seen from Mauricio Dubon playing out there. Yeah, right. No, it's certainly not compared to that. All right, Clint, um, it happened again this weekend, and now the best player for Duke, Kyle Filipowski, hurts his knee in a court storming. Duke, this is one of the top big stories in sports. I have said this. I think it is it is, it is ridiculous. <laughs> if you just say out loud all of the easily, easily all of the bad things that it could occur in this situation and what we have seen happen, <laughs> why they keep allowing this to roll through. And now he hurts his knee. They don't think it's too serious, but he had to be helped off and walked off. And he didn't have a chance. Uh, he didn't have a chance the way if you see net video and they're rolling on and it's a couple of dudes. Me and Courtney really got it, got into it about this, uh, where she just didn't she didn't see that fella uh, uh, kind of pointing his finger and, and going in. And we we had a nice argument about. No man, he's 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 going after and seeking him out and putting his finger in his face like trying to get to him. She thought he was just running past him, but whatever. But this, uh, and now the talk is, what are they going to do about it? I don't think anything, but it is just, it is wild that they are still, <laughs> still allowed. Yeah. Caitlin Clark gets drilled in the yeah. in the in the stomach a couple of weeks back. Look, I I I think they do end up doing something about it. You now, think so? now, do they ban them? And I, I just don't like. Do they take the the necessary steps to 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 keep it from happening? Do they do they? Uh, I, I listened to Billis earlier, which it's extreme, but it's really the easiest way. Let them storm the court, and then and then keep them on the floor and arrest every damn one of them, and and then and then or, you, get ten of them, right. and then you know, and you and announce it, and you know it. Yeah, yeah. What I did mean, Billis say? They can, it can end tomorrow. Yeah, it can end tomorrow <laughs> if they wanted to. I mean, here's the deal. Here's what I think is a fair expectation, and I think this is reasonable. Like there should be something in place, particularly in baseball. Um, but there's, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, basketball. basketball yeah. 
there should be something in place to keep them from as soon as the the clock expires just sprinting on the floor. Like you you've got to well, give they, they you, had nothing in place at Wake Forest. They, right, were, they, they, they were they were they were just going they just they had just thrown in the towel and said we're going to let it happen. And and it, like you've got to give you've got to give the opponent 10 seconds, 5 seconds to get off the damn floor. Like that dude before he could turn around whether the guy did it on purpose or not. I mean, that guy got sideswiped before he could even turn. Like, he didn't have there a chance. Were, and there were two other people, or there were ten other people that were going to be in his path yeah, yeah. trying to get to the side. And, and I'm going to tell you, if you watch that too, Ron, like, I'm surprised you didn't. Maybe you did see it. You just hadn't brought it up. Like, the one dude goes this way and clips his knee or steps There's on his foot. And, and pushes and, him in the back. Bingo, that guy right there. That's the one. That's when I thought about you. The first one, I didn't watch it but a couple of times, so I didn't watch it close enough to see if he was targeting. But it looks like he could have stopped, stepped on top of his foot. He could have hit his knee. I don't know exactly what happened. But it was the second guy that clearly, like, he was on a path to to, to, to charge the court. He veered left, put two hands in his back. And and realize, oh hell, he he bent over, and he just kept on like that's the guy that. But even but even Filipowski, he come he's coming in, he's about ready to go. Yeah. For, but but yeah. I, but but I can understand. Like I'm, I'm trying to get off the court, and it's it's three thousand of you jokers running on here, and yeah. I'm trying to get over. And I don't and and I see you coming pointing towards me. Yeah. Like he he like he was up for for him. It's just so many. First off, as Bill has said earlier. We've had terrible things. We've had tramples. Yeah. Like we've had real injuries happen. I thought I thought when LeGarrette Blunt punched out that fan from Boise State when he was at Oregon, that all right, well, they're gonna probably stop this now. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Just, I think like, it, it is just so many there's so like there are things in place at every NBA arena to try like hell to prevent the malice in the palace from happening again. Yeah, there's so many things that like why would they? It is just it is just wild to me. It is wild. There, it is not going to stop until some crazy, well, they, terrible yeah. incident occurs to where you, it's it's a black cloud. Ron, they they got they got to find a way to slow it down. And look, I, I haven't been to, I hadn't been to all of the the college basketball arenas, but I've been to several of them. At the very least. The, the 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 wherever the students are, you, yeah. you at the very least you gotta you gotta load up on security right there and slow them down. I mean you you like I I know at Arkansas and it's one of the one of the better atmospheres in college basketball. If if you if you camp out security, put up some kind of railing or something on on about a quarter of the court, you could you can stop the I mean just the all out sprint on the floor. The rest of them are are donors and and you know that they're they're not gonna if they do rush the floor they ain't they ain't breaking no, no forty no. records no I mean it, it's it, so you there's got to be something man I mean this is this is this is a little it's getting a little bit basketball's the worst because no, there's is. no barrier you know but at I least in football you have to jump over a wall or some bushes still, or something still, but even with that man there's thousands of people coming behind yeah. you you got to quickly jump over that I was right, in the middle was, of that thing in Tennessee man I bet you was. Yeah. I know you got it four, but Tyler's Tyler has gotten back with us. Oh well, hey, let's lead with that, man. Let's lead with that. Coming up. Oh my God. Coming up. Let's turn his football at four. Tyler is in Mexico. First night, old fashions, hung over like hell today. There was a ten thousand dollar tab. Oh boy, that's coming up next. Tyler update. Tyler Milner's update. 
Uh, coming up next right here on Sports Radio 16. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.